Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. <clears throat> I hope that you're having a good day today, and that the Lord is encouraging you by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we continue these days to talk about our Christian occupations. Maybe you've never had anybody talk to you about that. Did you know that you have some jobs as a believer in Jesus Christ? We talked about the last time we were able to meet about the importance of being a Christian manager, managing what God has put you in charge of, and being a faithful manager, being a reliable manager. Well, today we talk about a more difficult subject, but it's a very important subject. It's critical to us understanding who we are in Jesus Christ, our Christian spiritual occupation as a slave of Jesus Christ. I know that's a hard topic for us in America. It's a hard topic anywhere in the world. Slavery is a bitter, horrible, terrible, oppressive, sinful thing in the hands of man. But Paul uses it as well as the apostles. They learned a very valuable lesson. They understood themselves as not only children of God, as we've talked about, we are, but we are also in our occupation. We are, we are now the slaves of God to do, the slaves of the Lord Jesus Christ to do what he has called us to do. And that's what I want you to think about with me today. So I'm picking a, uh, an example from Paul's ministry. And the church at Colossae, there was a man whose name was Epaphras. Epaphras is known to us only through what Paul said about him. He must have been an amazing man who loved the Lord. Listen to this. This is Colossians 1.7. I'm breaking into what Paul's saying to the Colossian church, just as you learned it from Epaphras. Notice how he describes now Epaphras. Our beloved fellow bondservant who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf. So this focus here is this, that believers are slaves to Jesus Christ. We're just like Epaphras, whether it's uh, Mike Miller, whether it's Betty, whether it's Patty, whether it's Sally, whether it's Fred, whether it's Tom, <clears throat> whatever our name as believers in Jesus Christ, I am a slave to God. Epaphras, our beloved fellow bond servant. So when we think about our occupation as a slave of Jesus Christ, first I must mention to you, this is a proud tag that all the apostles put on their letters. You can thumb through the letters of the New Testament. You got Paul, uh, bond slave of Jesus Christ. You got Peter, bond slave of Jesus Christ. You've got the brother of the Lord Jesus, James, bond slave of Jesus Christ. You got Jude, bond slave of Jesus Christ. You've got John, bond slave of Jesus Christ. That's our identity. That's our occupation. My occupation is now fully tied to my being the slave of Jesus Christ. Maybe you grew up in a world where people say, well, I'm not going to be the slave to anybody. Maybe you used to say that, you know, my sisters, my younger sisters, I'd try to boss them around and they'd say, well, you're not my boss. You're not, I'm not your slave. Well, we are truly as believers in Jesus Christ, the slaves of Jesus Christ. 
So let's talk about this for a few minutes. Number one, Christians are fellow slaves of Christ. We, we, we do this together. We are, Paul calls Epaphras, a beloved fellow bondservant. Now let me talk about this word bondservant. The word bondservant is an interesting word because it simply means that it's a servant who is unpaid, a slave with no pay. There were slaves in the early church days that were paid. They were like employees. But this is a slave with un, an unpaid slave. This is a this is a slave who has no no money, only lives off of what is given to him or her based on the master. It's also a bond servant is someone who is a slave for life. It's a life. You can't you don't some of the ancient servants uh, served for a time because they had a debt and then they paid their debt off and they were freed from it. But no, a bond servant, a bond slave is unpaid and for life. I am a bond slave of Jesus Christ today. I'm testifying to all of you and I know I am and I am unpaid. Praise God. I don't need to be paid and I am for life, the bond slave of Jesus Christ. So my master, the Lord Jesus Christ, can do with me and to me whatever he chooses because he is a gracious, glorious, wonderful master. Epaphras was a beloved bondservant, and we are. We are all slaves of Jesus Christ. The Lord talked about whoever is the greatest, let him be a servant of all. That's what we do together. We serve together. We're servants. Uh, Paul said, in all things, show yourself to be a servant of Christ. And so we are serving together, my brothers and sisters. We are bond servants, and we obey him uh, in, in a united way. We obey him in all of our ways. Look, the Lord's saying to you, he wants you to do some things as your master. Will you do, will you obey him as his slave? We're joined together to tell others about Jesus and to advance the gospel. That's what he gave us to do. Uh, we're here to minister to one another. Paul said, <clears throat> by love, serve one another. So I start by reminding us all that a bond slave is not paid and is a bond slave for life to their master. I am and you are, if you're a Christian today, a bond slave to Jesus Christ. He is your master. He is your Lord. He is the one who gives everything you have. Everything you have has been given to you by your gracious, loving master. Now, the second thing is Christians are faithful servers of Christ, bond servants of Christ. Now, this is an interesting verse. Paul says that we've learned from our fellow brother, fellow bond servant, Epaphras, who is a faithful, but he uses a different word here, deacon of Christ on our behalf. Well, he's not saying that he has a job as a deacon. He's using the word deacon. We have deacons in our church who serve. Did you know the word deacon means table waiter? Now, maybe you've been to the restaurant recently. A table waiter, a man or a woman comes, they have their pad, they have their pen. How may I help you? What would you like? Let me get that for you. How can I fill your cup? Let me get the food for you. Let me take that away. Let me get this for you. Table waiters. It is the most uh, seemingly insignificant but important work that we do. This is our, here is my occupation. I am in my occupation a bond slave for life, unpaid, and I wait 
tables for the Lord. Have you ever been a waitress or a waiter? <laughs> Have you ever done it? We should be extremely kind to those who do it. Uh, you know, perhaps you've sat in a restaurant and seen waiters and waitresses treated in a terrible way. There is nothing that describes the heart of service better than saying these words, table waiter, a waitress or waiter. You wait at the beck and call of those whom you serve. That's it. That's what I'm doing. I'm waiting at the beck and call of what my Lord wants me to do. He says, Mike, come here. I want you to go here. Here, I've given you to watch over this. Here, I've given you to take care of this. I hear I've given you this calling. I've given you this job to do. And what do I do? I wait on the Lord and I do it. And here, Lord, I bring this back to you. What do you need? I bring my praise back to you. I bring my life back to you. I bring my, my service back to you. See, Paul uses this word because as table waiters, we say this over and over. How may I serve you, Lord? How may I serve you? That's how you gain humility in your life, my friend. That's how you grow in Christian humility. You think about yourself as the bond slave of Jesus Christ, and you say every day, how may I serve you? You want me to serve you in sickness? You want me to serve you in health? You want me to serve you in trouble? You want me to serve you in joy? You want me to serve you in my trials? You want me to serve you in heartache? How may I serve you? That's the faithfulness of a servant. He says, our beloved fellow servant Epaphras, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf. Now, wait a minute. You see, you being faithful as a servant to Jesus Christ is a blessing to others. Did you know that? The Lord will say to his faithful servants, well done, good and faithful servant. That's the way he's going to respond to you and I when we stand before him in judgment to give an account for what we've done. So the Lord is looking for us. We're available to serve. We're available to work. We're available to watch and wait. We're available to be submissive. We're, we're prepared for service in whatever he wants us to do. Finally, you listen to how Paul says this in Romans 6, uh, 22. It's teaching us a very important principle. Christians are freed from sin slavery but choose to be enslaved to God. That's it. I, I've been saved and I'm freed from my sin, but guess what? I choose voluntary enslavement to Jesus Christ. Listen to Romans 6.22. I'll read it slowly. But now having been freed from sin, that's you if you're a Christian today. You've been freed from sin. Live like it. Having been freed from sin, and enslaved to God. There's your act. You derive your benefit. See, my benefit comes as a slave, not as a free person. My benefit comes as a slave, not as a free person, because Paul says you derive your benefit resulting in sanctification, that is holiness, and the outcome, eternal life. This is our new condition. Freed from slavery to sin. Listen, I'm going to say it. Here's our new condition. Don't miss this. I'm freed from slavery to sin and freed to serve God completely. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, may these words go deep in our hearts today. May we be like Epaphras, 
my brothers and sisters I speak to today, may we be fellow bond servants who live as your table waiters saying, what do you want us to do? How may I serve you, Lord? To the praise of the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's work on improving our service to God and to one another. The Lord is near to the door. The Lord is near to the door. We pray, come Lord Jesus. Oh, by the way, Easter celebration. I'm, I'm holding this card up. Easter celebration is upon us. It's going to be exciting. Uh, we've been talking about it as a church. You're going to see some more announcements. April 13th, Wednesday night. Invite your friends. All kinds of things for, for our children, for students and for adults, a great uh, singing concert and uh, preaching. Please bring your friends. Come enjoy the night with us, April 13th. The next day is Monday Thursday, our deep time of coming before the Lord as we come to Holy Week and think about his death. And then praise God, Easter. We'll have baptisms on Easter. We'll have a great day of celebration. He is risen indeed. Praise the Lord. And I hope to see you Tonight, if you're in the area or, Lord willing, on Sunday morning, I'll begin on Sunday morning to talk about such a special, sacred, sweet subject as we consider together as the church, Jesus Christ, our great high priest. I hope you'll join me. I hope you'll invite somebody to be here. May the Lord bless you. Have a wonderful, blessed day.